tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Are we, are we recording? Okay, so before we get started, I'm just going to let you guys know that uh, you probably don't know who the fuck we are, okay? Let's just be real. Uh, you're you're mm-hmm. a part of the cast network, so are we. So that's why you were like, all right, yeah, we'll do this fucking, we'll do this clown show, whoever <laughs> these guys are. Uh, I'm a I'm a political commentator. I'm an anti-capitalist political commentator. Uh, I've you know, and and Will is uh, is a movie geek. Yeah, is that a good way to describe We're an anti-capitalist? Yeah. Anti-capitalist, like a leftist, socialist, pro labor people or something. Uh, I mean, I myself am rich. Uh, he hates. But I, I mean, I kind of do. I kind of do actually. I do like especially the ultra rich, but. Um, no, actually, that's give me your money. what give me your money. Then You're you fucking rich. rich, dude. Why would I give you my money? No, it's more about like f- making the government actually take uh, the money and appropriately redistribute it. Um, considering that oh. individual acts of charity don't exactly fucking help. Otherwise, you know, we wouldn't even be in this mess to begin with. If you know, think about all the money that Jeff Bezos donates, you know. Um, but we don't yeah. have to talk about that. We can if you want to, if you guys don't have a problem. I feel like Tony over there is just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? But yep. He's probably blaming me. <laughs> but uh, but that's that's uh, who we are. Okay, welcome to Fear and Malding. This is our podcast. We just kind of shoot the shit. Normally we talk a lot about politics, but today we're gonna we're gonna talk about other uh, uh, things not super related to politics. Got to talk about Facebook too. Yeah, we can talk about that. You guys, you guys down with that? You guys comfortable with let's that? Just go. All right, let's go. Okay, let's let's roll the fucking intro then. <laughs> I'm saying it, dude. I've been drinking pre-workout already. I've been I'm ready to run through a brick wall, baby. Okay. Liar, dude. Oh, hell yeah. We already got brand plugs flying yeah, in. Hey, what was that you were drinking again, Jason? It looked delicious. Right. I, uh, oh, he's a he's a whore. Oh, he will oh. let me. You, mean, you mean this? Oh, what wow. Liquid death. liquid death. <laughs> liquid death. Yeah. So, what, what is that? Is that your is that your brand? Is that are, are you? Yeah, I own it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah. When you see everybody, that's me. That's how rich and powerful I am. That's, I mean, that's what I was going to. So I Googled you guys before we started and um, I Googled Tony Hawk. And the first thing that came up is why is Tony Hawk so famous? (laughs) It's it's very weird. I mean, type in my name, you type in my name and that's what it says. That's I, I go, I literally have Tony Hawk up right now in front of me. Um, I and, thought Google knew everything because that's the, like the dumbest the thing anyone can ever resolve. Why did he famous? Because he actually did something, unlike yeah. almost every other famous person. No, literally, no. I know. Uh, by the way, I'm just I'm kidding. Uh, look, I grew up in Turkey. Um, 
I grew up in Turkey uh, until I was 18 years old before I came to America. And I grew up uh, playing, you know, uh, Tony Hawk Underground. Mm-hmm. I I tried playing it now. I I can't because I'm too old now and like I don't know. I'm just not very good at video games anymore. What, you mean it's too dangerous now? What skateboarding? Yeah, it's it's a crime actually. No, playing playing the games. You say you're too old to play video games. Is it like it's too dangerous? It's too too daunting? No, he just doesn't have the reaction time anymore. I just yeah, I just oh, my bones. <laughs> He's right. It's not even. Why is he laughing? He at can't us? coordinate his thumbs he's, anymore. He's, We're he's over laughing at my. This dude's thirty-two and he's losing his reaction time on a yeah. video. Yeah, dude. I guess what, dude? I'm thirty. Okay, it happened to you too, probably, Jason. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I, can't, I can't believe we're, we're, we're much older. Him. We're much much older. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, you know, the podcast started off on a good foot. Yeah. I yeah. Think. <laughs> We we don't have a lot of guests on usually for for understandable reasons as you can <laughs> as you as they, you probably figured out us, yeah yeah um so we have a bunch of stuff to talk about uh, I'm just gonna shoot it at you guys hopefully you will uh, have some feedback one thing that actually happened originally we were gonna talk about like Facebook what's going on there. Uh, you know, the misinformation uh, uh, on Facebook and the congressional investigation that's ongoing. Uh, but then something significantly more important happened. And that is, of course, uh, the website that we're on, Twitch. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Do you know what Twitch is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that response. I'm just saying. I don't know. What is this? What's Twitch? Oh. Okay, look, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Trying to protect you. I was just yeah. Doesn't know what Twitch is. Holy shit! A lot of people people don't don't know. know. Literally, if you've ever gotten laid, not in the game. But what are we talking about? If you've ever had sex in your life, you probably don't know what Twitch is. Jason, I'm not gonna lie. That was actually more of a fair question than you think. A lot of times that we are try, like talking to people about what we do, we have to be like, uh, it's kind of like uh, Amazon's YouTube. Like we really you like a lot. Of, a lot. What's up? Do you talk to politicians a lot or something? No, just kind of like anyone that's outside of like, I guess, digital or, or streaming. You, Isn't like, Twitch like a decade old or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's really like a 50-50 shot. It's really insular though still, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's like super gamer focused up until like recently. So yeah. people outside of that sphere are not like uh, super aware of it. If you're If you're under the age of like, 30 you definitely know what it is but um even then bro actually even then yeah i think i think if there was a line of demarcation for us it's probably somewhere between twitch and discord because i know what discord is but i i don't (laughs) okay i don't quite get it i know i I feel you there you go that's, I have, that, that, that's where you get into the weeds with us for sure okay well it doesn't you guys that that's only like that's like a flex almost because not knowing discord just means you have like a relatively stable life and also <laughs> you, you're like a happy person overall you're like healthier than the average individual because like like i'm gonna tell you something i have a i have a discord server okay yeah um and it's got like seventy thousand people in it like seventy thousand fucking communist socialist leftists they constantly are just like bickering all the fucking time so it's it's a it's not a good mental space. If you if you want to have a healthy attitude, just don't go on Discord. Mm. I use it still for communication. Right. There you go, Jason. Well, that was, that was the wise. 
What's up? Why does Jason? Did you do that fucking Discord ad with like no, Ronald and Danny He doesn't DeVito? know what Discord is. He doesn't need to. Oh, uh, okay, good. Yeah. The reason why I bring up Twitch is because it's what we do. We're Twitch streamers, uh, usually, and that is, you know, I'm I'm live for like eight hours to ten hours every single day, uh, broadcasting. It's a little bit like AM radio here in the United States. Actually, it's like very similar to. I basically do what like Rush Limbaugh used to do before he fucking croaked. Um, rest in piss, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, before he died, uh, but not to like geriatric uh, psychos, but instead to like, you know, young, uh, younger generation of Zoomers. Um, and also, I'm not a freak like Rush Limbaugh was. And do instead, you have a tail? what? Do you have a tail? Do I do not have a tail? No. Did you know that Rush Limbaugh had a tail? He did. What? I believe it. Wait a minute. Tell me about that. Did you see it? Yeah, I had sex with him one time. And, he had a <laughs> and it really got in the way. Yeah. It or did. was it, was it, it were you into yeah. it or did it, did it get in the way? Can he move it? Yeah, it wiggles. Oh, hell yeah. Do, do you know who Rush Limbaugh is, Jason? Or are you just. I know, I know Howard Stern said that uh, he had a tail. So that's right. Oh, oh shit. Okay. All right. The fucking me. part, I was just ripping. <laughs> oh. oh no 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 it's, it's if howard stern that was in said some it, movie too wasn't it wasn't there a guy like that with, in a movie that uh, yeah that's, was that oh thing, that's right? shallow how shallow how there you go yeah jason alexander plays a guy with a tail there it is there yeah. you go okay deep knowledge bank right there yeah that's uh well Russian ball definitely has a tail now. I'm 100 percent going canon. with that. That's canon. Yeah, from yeah. The, from this point what, what, forward. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Fucking get mad at me, bro? He's dead. <laughs> Fuck you, Rush Limbaugh. Okay, so, <clears throat> um, but the reason why I was talking about Twitch is because uh, earlier today I had a whole show lined up. We were gonna talk about a bunch of different things, and then something really important to us, at least in our sphere, happened. There was a massive data breach at Twitch. Yeah. And this data breach uh, showed all of the payouts of every top Twitch streamer. Not even just top Twitch streamers, but like everyone. Uh, apparently, it was all compiled. So now, everyone knows how much money every Twitch streamer has made since 2019 up until now. And of course, the internet is very mad at me uh, for for that reason. And we were going to, um, you know, we were going to briefly inform our listeners about what's going on there because it's like a you know, it's like a big story in our little uh, world, and I want to hear your. What you're saying? Are the, the internet's mad at you because your your finances were released too? Yeah. Wait, are they mad because you made a lot of money? Yes. Yes. Or they're mad because you're not making enough? No, they're mad because I made a lot of money. <laughs> Isn't it weird? We're no so angry. No one ever gets mad at you for not making enough. That is. <laughs> that would be so great. I wish we we're had more pissed. people in our He's just like not that. getting as fair as due. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they should feel about me and Jason. That's how they should feel about Jason and I for yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody get mad. <laughs> oh, wow, Tony, the reality really kicked in right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, but Jason, yeah, definitely needs to be hated on. <laughs> yeah. They're much madder about Jason. Their um, dynamic is very similar to us. Yeah, very similar. You're kind of you're the Jason to my Tony Hawk. I I'll take that. Except I'll we're be Jason. Except we're not nearly it as successful. Bad, <laughs> yeah, we're not nearly as successful as you, yeah, guys. you guys. Or or famous. Hey Hassan, what's up, Will? Listen, a lot of people recently have been saying that my skin looks better than yours. There's no and one is saying that. I think that a big part of that is disco. 
Disco sent me their products. I've been using their eye stick. I've been using their moisturizer. I've been using their facial cleanser. It looks like a deodorant stick. I put it in my face in the shower, and my skin is fucking glowing. I'm who's saying that my skin is worse than yours? everybody. The internet. Oh my um, god! Let the, everybody is chiming in on this. Everybody's talking. It's really reached a boiling point. Disco is a clean skincare brand based in Austin, Texas. All Disco products are created specifically for male skin. Issues like under eye bags, dark circles, acne, razor bumps, oily skin, dry skin, and wrinkles. Disco products are easy to use, effective, and affordable. They take the guesswork out of taking care of your skin. That is true. Their face wash is just a stick. Like, it's impossible to mess up. Uh, Disco formulates all of their products right here in the USA with world-renowned Ivy League dermatologists. If you're looking to get into your own Disco skincare routine, the Disco starter set is a no-brainer. Okay. I love that. The starter set is an incredibly simple and convenient way to upgrade the appearance of your skin in three simple steps for just 60 seconds a day. The face cleanser stick, the one I was talking about, takes care of the acne. The exfoliating face scrub gets rid that. of razor burns and ingrown hair. You know about that. When I waxed your leg, you got ingrown hairs because we didn't exfoliate. The hydrating face moisturizer hydrates your skin and it prevents risk. Need that too. I'm looking old. That's right. I've been using Disco. For just a month, and my skin looks great. And now I notice my skin is no longer oily. It feels smooth. It's hydrated, and it's even glowing. It has been glowing a little bit too much. Maybe you should maybe you should cut back on that disco, dude. I you're, can't cut. You're I'm making a, I'm me a disco fiend. You're making me look bad. Disco is TSA approved and very portable. I know for a fact. I I I hate it when you know you got your you got your colognes mm. or your deodorant. Yeah. Or your skincare products, and you get to the TSA, and they're like, "We are going to stop you. Yeah, we are going to make sure that you can't have this product with you. No. You're gonna have, you're not gonna have clear skin. Well, fear not. If you have Disco, all that is portable and TSA approved. Speaking of fear, we have a very special offer for our fear and molding audience. That's right. Go to www.letsdisco.com/fear. Or enter fear at checkout for 30% off your first order. Yep. That's letsdisco.com slash fear for 30% off your further, uh, first order. Thanks. Thank you, Disco. Disco. That's, that's like, right. That's the part of the Go ad read. Start. Go get we, your starter. We kit. should do that together. Like, Thank <laughs> right. you, Disco. Ready? Thank, Thank you, you disco. disco. Bang. Yeah, Nailed that, it. That was, uh, it was powerful. Keep the lead up, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't yeah, cut that out. Sure. Editors, I'm watching you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like kind of interesting that like all of these tech giants in the same week are getting shit on, right? Like that's, that's kind of fascinating that cybersecurity is, is so abysmal. It seems like it's because it's fucking held together with like, you know, string tape, dude. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like a lot of us kind of had like a blind confidence in these companies. Am I the only one? Am I crazy to think that like I I thought like p- places like WhatsApp and Facebook were pretty much unhackable? Uh, pff, clearly not. I mean, it, it just, yeah, history proves itself. Uh, what was the what was the big the big data breach where they held it hostage with the whatever the site is like for having affairs? Oh oh oh! oh Ashley, Ashley Madison. Madison. Yeah, I'm yeah, on there. Yeah, Ashley Madison, like that was was like obvious. It was obviously that it was intentional. Yeah. And then now with all this, it seems like it's coincidental, but probably not. 
because it's all happening at once and it's right when the whistleblower is on 60 minutes and um yeah i mean it definitely feels like yeah i mean people are it, targeting and they're they're obviously <laughs> more advanced than whoever's providing right. the cybersecurity. I think if it's not coordinated, Tony, that makes it even more terrifying, right? That they are all so vulnerable that in the same week they got hacked individually. That would be No, that that's that, what happened. Yeah, I'm not saying no, that's that, what that, happened. Coordinated. Yeah. Oh, it just feels like people are like, "Oh, you want to you you think you guys are you think you guys are secure? Here you go." Yeah. This is yeah. what's happening. But but I think that the fascinating thing is why is it that only that information leaked. Is that the numbers leaked, or is it it was all combined? Um, I think it was probably less protected. The payout stuff was like less protected than your uh, than our passwords and whatnot. Luckily, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and also, it's probably the most uh, interesting information, like how much money are Twitch streamers making? You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but and, are any are any of the streamers and and yourself included transparent about how much they make? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the that's the funny thing is and like who cares? yeah what's like what's the point so I'm I not many streamers are as transparent as I am for obvious reasons like uh, people uh, keep it hidden I have a subscriber count like I make all of my money from subscriptions the and it's a free it's literally free like I'm I'm live all day every day you can watch me for free uh, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to and people still willingly subscribe right. And I have a subscriber count on the top right of my corner for that specific reason, because I want to be as transparent as possible with the people that are watching me to know that like, look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very well off, uh, as a consequence of having a, uh, awesome community and a large audience. Um, but I think, I think the, the, the leak though, is just better like clickbait. Right? Yeah. When you can, when you can in a title be like, streamer finances leak x makes this much yeah you know even if we're transparent about it it coming out like this i think it like makes for better shitty news right it makes for a better headline where people are like oh my god yeah this person makes this much sure and and i'm sure you guys are unaware of this because again you have you know wonderful lives where you are uh, healthy individuals but like <laughs> this happened uh a, a couple months ago at this point where like i bought a house I did all the fucking things that I was supposed to do, you know, LLC, all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Like try to hide it as best as I could. Doesn't matter. It got leaked. Boom. It's on fucking Fox News, Breitbart, you know, all the Bro, websites. Can are... we talk about some inside baseball real quick? What? Why the fuck was Critical Role take, making $10 million? Um, Critical Role, by the way, guys, is a, is a Dungeons and Dragons show. And it turns out it's the number one earner on our platform. And that was a shock. They have, That's they, awesome. They have yeah. incredible. That's they have, awesome. They have incredible amounts of uh, subscribers and dedicated community. I think they put together like, it's like professional content. That's that was why. a shock to me. Though, yeah. That they were so far and away the, the highest. Earners. I kind of knew. They were always at the top of the really? like, subscriber leaderboards. But yeah. Jason, should have not, not skated through your high school years and just played Dungeons and Dragons. True. It would have been far more lucrative. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's literally what I tell my dad now. It's just like it, he used to always fucking be like, "You'll never make money playing video games. Like, don't touch this stuff. You know, you got to fucking go to law school." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that." And then now I make more money than he does, so <laughs> that feels bad, man. Yeah. One time when I was uh, went back to Australia when I was a pro skateboarder, I think I'd been pro for at least at least. 10, maybe eight years, something like that, like a proper pro. That was my job. It had been my job as far as I knew for as long as 
my whole life. And my I got a che- I went back to Australia for six months, and it was when I uh, was sponsored by the Bones Brigade, and they started sending my checks directly to my parents' house. And uh, my father opened the mail, and I was in the kitchen, and he opened uh, a check, and he said holy shit this you know like it was six thousand dollars american right which was like uh like 10 maybe even more at the time in australian money and he go he goes there's a there's a check here for six grand you know who these people are and i go <laughs> i go what does it say it's like it's pal and i'm like yes yeah, my skateboard sponsor and he's like what they what they give you this for and i was like because i'm sponsored by him and i get that every month and he goes every month jesus christ jason you can take this serious and i was like i'm fucking top six in the world well, how much more serious do you want me to fucking take it I didn't know i've got a fucking job skateboarding he had no idea that he and then he said i said what do you think i was doing he's like i thought you were selling drugs wow Oh my god! Wait, how? <laughs> he was. He was. He's like. Wait, was, how long have you been? You've been skating your whole life up until that point, right? Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> top five in the world. Like, That's he was, incredible. He's I like, like, I was Jason, proud of you. I like son. the idea. I like the idea that he's just oblivious to that. Just like la la la. I don't know how Jason makes a living. I don't care. As long as he look, it seems like he's doing well. He wears new shoes and stuff. Like, so wait, did your dad become like a Scott Cash? Did did your dad become like a dance dad after that? Was he like on site, like watching you do your events after that and stuff? Not, not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> he's like, you got to take this more seriously. I'm gonna chill, but Jason, you gotta dial it up, baby. I think around that time he ended up. Uh, he like left. My stepmom for a minute, he got caught dating a stripper that was go- that was dancing at the same club my girlfriend was, and then he moved into a house with her, and uh, he half the house was uh, hydroponic weed, so he became like he paid for the house to uh, be a part of the distribution of the of the weed, so he was a drug dealer. Damn, what was the name of the dance club? You have now entered the Jason Vortex. Yeah, what was the name of the strip club? Sorry. Uh, what? what do you mean? Sorry, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to give them some, some context. Yeah, I, you know what? I did know the name in Melbourne, the Gentlemen's Club. What was it? Fucking. Yeah, I can't remember. But I used to go there all the time, and I thought it was the coolest life ever because I could be in the dressing room, and my girlfriend was like, "This is so and so, and this is so and so," and then she'd get a dance, give me the money, and then I'd give it to her friend and get dances all night, and then. <laughs> And then my dad just showed up. All of a sudden, he's calling yeah. my girlfriend to see when she's working because he was respectful like that. Yeah. She was working, then he wouldn't go to the club. But if she was, wasn't was there, he was there all the time. That is up. that is a very specific etiquette right there. After Family died, strip club etiquette is a very specific etiquette. This one, he died and uh, that girl hit me up on Facebook and wanted to talk to me about like things that my father had done before he passed away. And I said, in respects to uh, my brother's mother, my stepmother, I don't think that it's appropriate for you to talk to me. And I mm. don't want to know anymore. So I never found out what else he did, but I already kind of got it. He was like doing live sex shows and stuff. He, he was a busy boy. 
Hey, I mean, Jesus while we're in the Christ. Jason, once we're, while we're in the Jason, yeah, my, my vortex, dad too. I have I have a similar experiences. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. In Turkey, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fucking boring ass academic now. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! Okay, uh, while we're in the Jason vortex, one thing that Hassan and I both want to talk about is you know uh, you're kind of a, a symbol for macho men for for alpha <laughs> men. No, seriously, <laughs> like uh, a lot of the dudes I went to college with, you know, worshipped you, man. Like they, they listen to you every morning and uh, recently you've come out as pansexual. Um, how, Peter how, pansexual. What's up? Peter pansexual. Peter pansexual. Yeah, that's, Wait, the, full, that's uh, the full terminology <laughs> there. Um, but uh, how has how that like uh, affected your career and why did you feel like it was a good time to come out? I, I kind of want to well, delve into this. It wasn't a good time to come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It never is. Yeah. 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 A part of me regrets it, like the business side of me regrets it because it definitely hurt my business. Wait, really? You got brands that are like, wait, wait a minute, you're paying? We're not paying you anymore. Like, what I the lost fuck? fans. People, yeah. people, uh, as you said, grew up thinking, uh, you know, I, I'm into moto and fighting and uh, boobs. Yeah, with, with a which are all true. Yeah, all true. The, the, all, none of those yeah, things are all true. true but, oh, it slipped in the dick sucking thing. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> it was a yes and. It was a yes. Yeah, I like yeah. boobs and yeah, the occasional I dick. Everybody. So I was, they were like, hey, <laughs> you told me you wouldn't suck a dick. And I did. So now it's over. Yeah. I'm um, actually so- dealing with uh, people at uh, my son's school are, uh, are making fun of my son because his dad's an F-bomb. And I'm no longer allowed to. Uh, I have a pink Jeep, and I can't pick my son up from school anymore in that car because uh, it could <clears throat> just makes it harder for him. And he's 12. That's fascinating to me, man. That in 2021, yeah. there's still so much. 12 year olds. Are, I mean, look, they're they're probably sexually confused right now. They're like they got hormones. That's probably the reason why they're still like you yeah. know being. Uh, I would have thought it would be more about their parents. Or um, homophobic. Oh, one hundred percent for sure. Oh, of course. If it's the area that you say, the area that you say is like very, very right wing. So that's not that's yeah. not even the, the remotely irony, surprising. Though, Jason, the irony about having the pink jeep being the the flashpoint is that <laughs> the coolest kids are wearing bright pink sweatshirts and yeah. pink sneakers and like. That's yeah. what it's all about right now. So I would think they would be hyped to see your Jeep come in. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's probably more his mother. So I'm I'm in a I'm in a I'm just happy to be here. I'm getting yeah. a new car. <laughs> I just <laughs> I mean, dude. It, Are it, you really? You should you yeah, should tell my, you know what, Tony? I didn't tell you, but I'm gonna I talked to my business manager, I'm gonna get myself a nice car for my fiftieth birthday. So I'll be okay. Pink, but it's not going to be pink. I was <laughs> all black. Race. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be even gayer. Of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm buying a Subaru next time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm buying a, a, a purple Subaru with dicks all over Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, like, I like mean, you're, you're cooler than all their fucking dipshit dads that, like, you yeah. know, are are fucking mid mid level uh, accounting accountants, and like, you know, they work at fucking Price Waterhouse Cooper and shit. So, you know, who gives a fuck? 
Um, that's, I, I mean, look, I don't have a kid, so I have no idea how I would raise one. I don't even want to think about that. I just probably, probably okay, be a menace. Probably in but, the end, it, it'd probably be good for him, but the bottom line is who I am and my honesty has caused my son to have a difficult time at school, and that's really hard to accept. Yeah, yeah that's, that's incredibly fucked anything, up. You know? I made this decision to, to uh, be open about it. Yeah. He's just a kid. So you know, it really it really is hard to deal with. But I think, like I said, at the end, I think later on, because he'll know he's not a gay guy, but he'll know firsthand that people can be really, um, really lame. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, it'll help him not ever be on the other side of that. I think the way that you know, at least you can try and, and balance it. It's, it's never going to fully balance it, especially when it's your kid. But like Jason, you're, you coming out is probably so important to so many young men and so many communities that don't have that representation, right? Like, you know, we, we just had the first starting professional football player come out as gay and, and what that means for football and, and for all the, you know, uh, young men who aren't completely straight and are on some uh, level of the LGBT spectrum, you know, in professional athletics, it, it's it's amazing how even though uh, we have moved so far into uh, acceptance that there are so many areas where uh, any kind of non totally straight sexuality is so stigmatized. So, I mean, I, I I can just tell you right now, there are so many people in fighting, skating, you name it. That I mean, this is probably a huge deal for and you know there's a bunch of young guys out there that this means a lot to yeah, yeah i wish they come out man because it's pretty lonely out here yeah <laughs> yeah well, no, I, mean, I mean i mean think about this you're you're one of the most successful dudes at what you do and it took you this long because of that pressure so you know like all those dudes still in skating and, and fighting and all that kind of stuff must must feel very like seen but still just <laughs> as scared right yeah I feel like I get more messages now because of the show I do with Tony because Tony's had everybody in skateboarding following him from day one and all the people that are around my age that still follow Tony because they used to skate and now they're, you know, older, got kids or whatever it is their thing is. I'm a guy that stopped skateboarding because I moved up to Hollywood to try and do a show and now I'm back skating again with Tony and all the people that are my age that are no longer skateboarding see me talking to tony and how i've progressed and like learned some tricks and i'm you know i'm i'm like man i really feel like i could do this one next week and this one i get i get messages every day about old dudes back on the board like you got me back i'm just i'm in the i'm not as good as you but yeah i'm like if you can do it i'm like fuck it i'll go and, I, and i'm like that is like uh i figured i didn't pay enough rent lately in skateboarding to be able to do anything positive for skateboarding. Right. But I feel like I, I, I have, and that, that makes me feel really good. Cause I, I feel like I have to pay a lot of dues. I left, I left skateboarding for 20 years. Very disrespectful. <laughs> Dude. I mean, we, we can't even play basketball anymore. Yeah. We're, we're, we're we just turned 30. <laughs> Dude. My back is, my back is all sorts of fucked up. I mean, I've never been able to skate. So, you know, I, that's never happening for me at least, you know, I, I don't even know. I, I, I feel like there's not like a big skateboarding scene in Turkey. It might got, it might've gotten larger since I Tony, left. Do you, have you done, Tony, have you skated in Turkey? Uh, no, I, I had there one opportunity go. to go, but it was not on a skate trip and I really wanted to, I wanted to find out. I know there is some, I've seen footage 
Um, but I'm not, I don't know how many people yeah, are doing I, it. I had one friend when I was growing up that skated and that was it. Like one kid. And he was like, I mean, he was treated like the school shooter. Like <laughs> literally. I mean, that's an American concept. We don't have that in Turkey, obviously. But he was dangerous. Like I, I was the weird one because I fucking drew and I like loved anime and video games. Well, the video game part was not that weird. Everyone plays video games in Turkey, but I, I loved anime. And I would just like draw all the fucking time. So me and him were like the two outcasts because he skated and that was like a weird hobby. Uh, that, that's how that's how strange it was considered. Even in like a relatively affluent neighborhood uh, where, you know, in a lot of countries like Turkey, that's usually who is like more Western focused and will, you know, pick up stuff from American culture. Are there any Muslim countries where skating is like huge? Bro, fucking Saudi Arabia, dog. Oh, all, no, true. not not skating though. They just skate their fucking G wagons, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, wait, they there just was, hit the. There was a um, there was a uh, up until a couple weeks ago, uh, a full skate uh, and school facility in um, Afghanistan in Kabul. Oh man, and uh, and uh, Mazar Sharif. Um, they had two facilities where they were doing education, uh, especially for girls and skating. And um, it's just it's gone. It's all That's gone. Yeah. Now, now the Taliban's <laughs> like, we're doing the ollies, bro. Yeah, well, when dude. when uh, when the Taliban took over, when Kabul fell, oh, uh, the Taliban. I was actually involved in in getting the Skatistan staff out. It was heavy. It was heavy. That's Wait, crazy. I was sending emails to all kinds of state representatives and um, he, you know, people uh in um in human rights groups and uh it finally got to a dude that was there on the ground like by the fence and literally texting this dude i i, I wasn't in that process but but they were texting him like it's this is one girl wearing this shirt this one wearing this that's shirt, and he's pulling nuts the man how many gnarly. how many i staff? met the dude I, I actually met him uh two days ago um because he just got back uh, from Afghanistan, and he lost some men in that suicide bomber. Oh my god! How much? How much? How much staff were there at Skatistan that you got out? Uh, we got eighty people out. Holy shit, wow, man! Dude. That is oh, crazy. It was gnarly. It was, it was really. It was. It was like all night emails and texting, and and uh, I mean, I'm just thankful it got to the right person. Yeah, I mean that situation was crazy. At, at one point, we were talking about uh, was it the Mexican embassy workers that were or, or what embassy was it? Spanish. Spanish embassy that were literally taken out by like a, a meme account had to communicate with the Taliban. Because well, the Spanish government didn't do a good enough job fucking negotiating with the Taliban at all ahead of time. Uh, so some random fucking dude uh, with like a fucking groiper Pepe the yeah. frog uh, avatar was like, hey, we're not your enemies. Like in uh, in in uh, I guess it was Arabic. I don't know. Yeah. But like he was like writing out like Google Translate. Like we're not your enemies. Can you please let our embassy staff out? And they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, it's that, chill. That shit is so. That's heavy, the thing man. that's like that's the thing that's so wild is that like um you know this was facilitated and negotiated previously by the American government. It was like of course it was going to be chaotic no matter what happens because like you're basically giving the country back to the Taliban uh, after, you know, fighting them for 20 years and losing uh, over and over again for 20 fucking years. Um, it's just, uh, it's it's really sad, but uh, we here in the United States had a lot to do with the situation there from originally radicalizing uh, the Pashtun and, uh, and, and, you know, arming them and, and 
uh, creating this like reactionary counterforce to the socialist government of Afghanistan all the way back from the fucking Carter era to now. Uh, and then finally giving Afghanistan back to the Taliban and then being like, all right, we did a great job. You know, congratulations, guys. We did it. And it's really it's really shitty when you think about the human uh, suffering yeah. that not only we cause, but then also continue to cause. Uh, and hopefully one day the people of Afghanistan will be able to will be able to fight back and, and you know, uh, build their own country not one that is dominated by um, an eclectic group of, of radicalized uh, fundamentalist warlords, but instead, you know, people that like to skate and shit. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, it was <clears throat> it was really hard because uh, this guy, uh, Oliver Perkovich, who started Skatistan, he started it about, <clears throat> I think it was like t- 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago. Right. And um, he just watched 10 years of work wiped away yeah, two days it's gone yeah. um and uh but i uh the thing about skatistan is that they they did they did get a lot of traction so they do have facilities in cambodia and south africa and soon to be possibly jordan so oh that's dope. um that that concept is is uh living onward but um it all started in, in kabul and and it's crazy man it was that was uh there were a bunch of uh, staff that were that, that you know there was a, <clears throat> a couple years ago there was a academy award uh there was a, a, a short film about skatistan that won an academy award mm. uh, hey just quickly uh, to our listeners if, if they wanted to support is there a website or anything that they can go to or just should they just google uh, skatistan or is yeah skatistan.org yeah, there you go. Yeah, because they're still doing great. I mean, their their work is yeah. incredible. I've I've been to the Cambodia and the South African facilities, and uh, I stand by it. I mean, we support it through our foundation as well, uh, the skate park project. But <clears throat> what I was saying is, um, this this short film won Academy Award, and then there were all these staff that were in the documentary criticizing the Taliban, and then when when oh, Kabul fell, they were man. stuck there. So that was the that's big push. so heavy. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I mean, you could, but I'm not even kidding about this. You could literally reach out to the Taliban on the internet. You might have a better time uh, other than like going through American avenues if you wanted to like bring that back. I don't know if you would want to, but that is definitely something oh. you could do. Oh, the, the, uh, that, that's, that's all on Oliver. That's not, I'm, I'm a board yeah. member, but I, I don't, I, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not pulling the strings. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, now we know that Afghanistan used to have a, a better skate culture than Turkey. So <laughs> there's that. Actually, I don't know. I'm sure there's like a lot of uh, shit popping off in Turkey as well with respect to yeah, skating just, and whatnot. It's, it's, it's you definitely just lost very Turkish different. skaters forever, bro. Yeah, they I lost pissed. all five of them. They're, they're fucking mad at me. Yeah. Um, okay. But going back to, going back to the main story, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys, like, how much do you think was a dollar value that uh, everyone's freaking out over like the top earner on twitch i think i i, I said it I, to them you didn't at the very top crit, uh, i don't critical. think you mentioned it did you guys mention did you do you remember uh i don't know i heard i heard millions but what is it was it per month is it per year what is it no it's from 2019 the dollar value that like everyone <laughs> is uh, swinging around with is the uh, from 2019 up until 2021 oh the total what? yeah yeah I, I don't know. Wasn't at, what, what happened to it, is Ninja out of the picture? Am I old? Yeah, Ninja's Ninja's not in the top. No, I mean he 
he got a massive like I think it was like a thirty million dollar deal yep. just to switch over from mixer. But those are those are usually like you know those are the big uh, big money. That's how like a lot of big streamers make their money uh, is is through deals like that. So that's a unique one here. I'll I'll, I'll throw it to you. Oh, I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go point. out on a limb and say yeah. It, since 2019, I don't know. 10 million seems like a lot, but can't be impossible. Nope. What? Nope. The top earner was XQC with, uh, well, uh, outside of Critical World, and I think it was like 8 million. Oh, really? And yeah. Then Critical How much? World did do 10, right? $8 million just off like subscription and stuff like that. Yeah, 8 million. So with respect to like every Good other. Good for them. With respect to. Yeah. Yeah, with respect to a, like every other avenue, influencers and like how much money they make, it's like Twitch streamers and it's XQC and it's people like myself and we're live like I was live 42% of 2020. Like I was literally on camera live and performing for 42% of the entire year, which accounts for why his back is tied in at a, on a that, knot. Yeah, that too. Yep. Um it's just uh it, you know <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, like for for in a world where like YouTubers are fucking making so much more. It's wild. I mean, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. It is an incredible amount of money. Um, same with myself. Uh, I think I'm at number 13 there. Yeah, I mean, but Twitch, fucking we, we said at the beginning boy. of the broadcast, Twitch is like the redheaded stepchild of, of all digital, right? We're like the, the little boy. We have a very small audience in comparison to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be very active and very passionate, but definitely like much, much smaller than YouTube and whatnot. And, um, you know, but it's just like people see this and they're like, what the fuck? This is an incredible amount of money. And they're right. It is an incredible amount of money for the average person. It is an insane amount of money. But in a field of like, uh, you know, millions of influencers and celebrities, like that shit is like. To be honest, I think it's kind of a non-story. Like, in just, like, people getting upset. I think people are just finding a reason to be upset. Well, people are getting upset at me specifically because, you know, leftist. Yeah, but, but you makes already money. put it out there. So the people yeah. getting upset don't watch you on a daily basis. So one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, uh, Tony, you specifically, was uh, you collaborated with or you hung out with Lil Nas X recently, right? Yep. Because um, he had... Lil Nas X had a... Uh, a, a like fake Nike where he had like blood uh, in the yep. shoes that he was selling, like the the silver, yep. well, not silver bullet, but the 97 Air Maxes. Yes, right. Probably one of my favorite shoes, by the way. Not a big sneaker head, but I love those shoes. And, uh, you know, the internet was very upset. You had the like the Christian right fucking lose their shit, you know, uh, a gay black guy uh, invoking Satanist imagery. They were trying to do like the satanic panic. They were trying to bring that back. Um, and then, uh, the, obviously, the reception from those uh, that crowd was was uh, was expected. Um, you had a similar situation that uh, did not necessarily get uh, the same kind of like negative reaction, right? I mean, I'm sure there were people still mad at you for your uh, blood related uh, skateboard uh, thing that you did. You want to talk about that a little bit? I uh, so I'm I I'm linked up with Liquid Death, which is which is water canned water as jason showed earlier oh and what a beautiful um, can. oh wow <laughs> we were trying to um think of something to sort of announce the partnership 
and they they sent me a bunch of ideas. Um, one of them was uh, I didn't read the fine print of the contract, and now they own my blood or my soul. Or it was just sort of this this right. weird, uh, <clears throat> you know, esoteric um, <laughs> project. And and my first thought was when I was a kid, I'm old. So when I was a kid, I loved Kiss the band. Yeah. And they did a comic book in 1977 where they um there was a Marvel comic book featuring Kiss and they put their blood in the ink vats uh the, you know the the That's all the members awesome. of Kiss. And so the the Gene comic Simmons book one of the great marketers of all time, right? <clears throat> yeah, the, yeah. The comic book is literally printed in their blood. And when I was a kid, that was the coolest thing by far. Um, like the coolest marketing thing I've ever seen when I, at my age, cause it was so impressionable. And like, I wanted to get one of the comic books. I couldn't get one, obviously <clears throat> not that my parents really wanted me to have one. I was nine years old, but, um, I just thought that was cool. So when they said, uh, you know, we own your, whatever it is, like you sign your soul away. It was all just in jest. It's just ridiculous. And then I was like, yeah, we should do that. And, and put blood in skateboards. And that was it because I was thinking of Kiss. I actually didn't know about Lil Nas X's uh, project. And right. then when when ours came out, um, obviously it caused a bit of a stir because people were just like, gross, whatever, or is that satanic? And no, yeah. it's not satanic. It was just, you know, it was just like a, a, a silly promotion. Um, we made 100 decks. They sold them for a lot. They sold them for, five, I think it was 500 bucks each. Um and Dang. part of that money went to uh, cleaning up uh, plastics and ocean. And part of it went to the skate park project to build more skate parks. But Lil Nas X uh, complained because he said, got you know, a the reaction to that. of attention, right? Right. Because he said the reaction to that, that, you know, maybe, maybe you guys weren't mad about the blood after all. Maybe you were mad about something else. <clears throat> and I understand that there was this great disparity of reaction to that. Um, I think that there were other elements to it. Uh, you know, there were copyright issues with his because he's taking an existing Nike shoe and and modding yeah. it, and then um, he had all the satanic imagery, so it's going to make people angry that are that are religious and um, you know people associate all kinds of things with I don't know blood. I guess I I, I didn't really consider all that, but at the same time, yeah. I understood what he was trying to say. I felt like there was a big difference in what we what we put out there. Um, but because people thought that we had beef and it was all so silly, we just ended up connecting because it was just like, what is this? This is all just ridiculous. And so we did a TikTok together. <clears throat> and that was oh, it. Yeah. And, and um, it kind of ended, ended that controversy. Yeah, it's amazing how like the internet can just kind of pit people against each other. Uh, but yeah, I I, I get. Um, I mean, I I get. I uh, what I what I'll say is I I can comprehend the outrage. Right? There's a lot of blood imagery, especially in the Christian faith, where it's like um, almost like the, like a, almost like a like mm -hmm. a. Vampiric, like this is my blood. Take of my blood. This is my sure. bro. My well, here's, here's, they're drinking. Here's the they're drinking Jesus <laughs> Christ's blood on Sundays. What the fuck right. are Christians doing, dude? <laughs> yeah. That shit's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very metal, actually. Right? Super metal. Like it's like Jesus yeah. Low key well, here, here's I'm the thing. I I, I have twisted. been bleeding literally on skateboards for forty years. Um, True. No one seemed to care about it until I sold it. 
Yeah, Dude, of course. Skating is tough on your body. I skated when I was like 14 years old. And I, Shut up. I broke my ankle and I never skated again. You skated? Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I had no idea. I had my World fucking... Industries deck, bro. I had my Birdhouse shirt. Wait, what's he showing us? Hold up. Is he oh, showing God. us a scar in his Oh, ankle? shit, dude. That's He's showing us feet, right? boys. That's it. That's for <laughs> Patreon subscribers only if you want to see Tony Hawk's. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, what's that? What's, what what uh, injury was that? Man? I was just trying to show you how much blood has come out of my shins right. uh, onto skateboards yeah, yeah, yeah. in the past. You know, you know, in uh, what's that uh, RoboCop movie where the guy that gets the acid on him and he's walking in front of the car like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. That looks like you kicked that guy in the stomach. With your <laughs> Get away from me, man! (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, uh, Man, your shit is so gross. Yeah, dude. Holy smokes. Yeah, I I, the the reception uh, of which is grosser, my shin or skateboards with a little bit of blood on them? Dead heat there. Uh, I don't even think the skateboards with blood is very gross. Those decks look dope. Yeah, they 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 do look awesome. They do look sick. Uh, I, I bought one. Oh, I you. bought one so I could I I could clone you. So sorry. Yeah, that, that was our intention. Yeah, I don't think that was in the cool. contract, Jason. I don't think you put that. You know, I don't think you added that in there. Cloning so right. Yeah. Guess what, dude? I'm making my own Tony Hawk. I'm getting tired, so I'd rather have someone take on the all the all the the, the mantle uh, obligations. The Tony Hawk clone. Yeah. yeah. What do you What do you? I mean, this is like super cliche, but what do you guys think about? I'm sure you've talked about this extensively, but what do you guys think about like skateboarding becoming an Olympic sport? Um, I think it's a great opportunity for uh, skateboarding to grow internationally, and yeah, I mean, honestly, the um, they're not reinventing the wheel. Like we've had skate competitions ever since I started. That's how Jason and I ever made names for ourselves was through competition. Right. So yeah. uh, they held a competition. It just happened to be in the same venue as the Olympics, and it was run the same as um, as as all the other events throughout the year. And um, but it got a lot more attention. And I feel like there are countries that maybe haven't embraced skateboarding, like Turkey, that will now. Yeah benefit from that and maybe build parks and and support their youth to do it and and their youth will discover skateboarding and that's probably the silver lining to all of this yeah absolutely no i i think it's dope it's a crime by the way not an olympic sport so you know i'm i'm very mu- i'm very much anti skateboarding i've decided really why is yeah, that that's no i'm just kidding I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know i just i always find it really weird that like old people fucking hate skateboarding yeah they like they'll get mad at you know, there's always like a viral video here and there where it's like an old guy's like, don't do that here. It's like, dude, shut up. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, why do you care? And that brings us to this week's America Me Up. Oh, yeah. There's Jason a segment. Tony, my friend Hassan is a degenerate uh, Turkish uh, un-American. And uh, this segment it's of true. the podcast is where I do my best to make him as American as possible by citing uh, big American moments uh, in this America Me Up moment. Um, this week... We're going to talk about the boxer, Jack Johnson, um, yeah. which, which Jason, you know a little bit about, so you can correct me if I get any of these things wrong because I'm not an expert. But in the year 1908, in Australia, uh, a boxer by the last name of Burns, uh, a white heavyweight, crossed the barrier and decided to fight a black fighter who had defended his belt 17 times. 
at that time, it was a split belt. Uh, there was the white belt, the the world heavyweight belt, and then the non-white belt, which Jack Johnson uh, absolutely dominated in. They fought in Australia, and uh, in order to save this fighter, Burns... Uh, they turned the TV off before yeah, he got the TV they, they turned the reel off because Jack Johnson was beating the ever-loving... They couldn't show a black man beating a white man. The ever-loving shit out of him, right? And then this footage became uh, some of the most coveted footage in history. It spread its way Don't. from Australia. Well, they tried to kill it, but in kind of an underground fashion, it spread from Australia to the United States, the world uh, of Jack Johnson beating the hell out of this America or this Canadian heavyweight champion. Uh, in the time that followed from 1908 to 1910, Jack Johnson would dominate every boxer he would go up against. He would flaunt his wealth and he would uh, basically fuck a bunch of white women, which did not make the American public very no. happy, especially the American white public. So uh -huh. they went and they unearthed a heavyweight boxer by the name of Jim Jeffries, who uh, at the time was 300 and some pounds and working on his farm uh, somewhere in the American South. They begged him to come out of retirement. Right. They begged him to come out of retirement. And he was given the moniker uh, that would later be given to Donald Trump, the great white hope Hassan so if you've ever heard of that terminology it comes from this fight so they unearth this dude they let him train for a year he loses almost a hundred pounds and he's ready for a fight that was supposed to take place in San Francisco however that fight doesn't take place in San Francisco because there's so much outrage about it so it ends up happening in Reno Nevada the best biggest little city in America uh, this fight was scheduled for how many rounds do you guess Hassan I have no idea. 45 rounds. That's right. 45 rounds. Boxing. To the death. Yeah, to the death, basically. At that point, uh, no one got out of a fight alive. It just basically went till someone's face was pulpy enough that they gave up. Uh, the fight went 15 rounds in those 15 rounds. Jack Johnson beat the ever-loving shit out of Jim Jeffries and the Great White Hope. And uh, this was a huge moment for sport. Uh, for boxing and um, for, you know, civil rights. Because at the time, even though Jack Johnson was from Austin, Texas, he was b billed as an African fighter from Ethiopia, even Jesus though he was born and raised in, in Texas. Uh, after uh, Jack Johnson would eventually vacate the belt years later, another uh, black fighter was not allowed to participate in the heavyweight title uh, until 1922. I have some information on Jack Johnson that Please. I personally know about. Like, sure. I didn't know about this part of it. Like, yeah. I don't know the actual names and stuff, but the only thing I knew about it, it was that the Man Act, like the the uh, invocation of the white women trafficking, white women slavery act. It was him driving across his, uh, state lines with his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. They, they literally, like, the racist dipshits were so butthurt that, like, you know, uh, this dude was was having sex with white women. Yep. That they there's a whole ass law around it. For those of you who don't know, uh, some even say that this was like the early formation of the FBI to like regulate at the federal <laughs> level to regulate Jack Johnson fucking white women. No, literally, like to regulate interstate uh, interstate commerce and like uh, to to regulate like uh, federal crimes. Yeah, of of like uh, human trafficking, and of course, like it wasn't used against human trafficking at all. It was specifically used against black people that yeah. were engaging in the act of miscegenation, which a lot of racist people frowned upon. 
um, white women slavery is what they uh, considered it. Interesting. Um, anyway, he was pardoned by Donald Trump recently, but he went. He I think he served a, a jail sentence for a year too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, do you have the video? I want to see it. They're not. Uh, to... I think we have a clip from the fight. Um, I don't know which fight we have, but uh, Jack Johnson was famous for just beating the shit out of his opponent and frequently taunting and laughing and smiling during the fight because he was so far and away a better fighter uh, than the people that he would come up against. Dude, he is jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a he was a beast. Like man. back then, I feel like back then people were so fucking like skinny and and well, not dude, none strong of them knew how to body train yeah exactly meanwhile jack johns is just fucking just <laughs> grizzled just svelte yeah, dude. yeah but so was uh what's his face i'm looking at a photo and jim jeffries so yeah, was he was jim a big Je dude yeah that's uh, a let's let's play the clip real quick uh from their fight at precisely three minutes to one jack johnson makes his way to the ring johnson is always the first to enter so seriously does he take this ritual that it's written into his contract. The nation comes to a So in the clip, uh, Jack Johnson has just entered the ring. Strangely, they make uh, the, the champion enter the ring first because he's black. And now the, oh, the crowd's re, going wild yeah, when, when Jeffries walks oh, they, in. They, I mean, they really thought that this dude was going to go in there and do something. They were wrong. Uh, can we flash forward to the actual fighting just for a second, and then we'll go back? Yeah, and then here you can see Jack Johnson just beat the ever-loving shit out of this dude. That's all you need, Jeff. He's not even like... He's not even that technical. He just, like, smashes people. Yeah, yeah, The sweet signs. He's just like... A better athlete. Yeah, well, well at the time, it's amazing. He, even though he shots and notches people down. Yeah, it's it's amazing that at that time, like in in 1910, you know, boxing hadn't become that sweet science yet. He was probably the most technical boxer. Oh no, though. there was there, there was sweet science. There were lightweights that had it. It was just he was more of a. He was just so strong and and powerful. Like I I, I saw interviews where. He said he took people into the later rounds because he didn't like them and he wanted them to feel like he wanted them to, <laughs> to hurt them. I love and that. So he'd, he'd keep them up and just hurt them until he felt like now you've had enough and then he would knock you out. Like, that's incredible. Oh, he's on his ass, Yeah, dude. so that's, that's round 15 and they stopped the fight to uh, save a little bit of Jim Jeffries' uh, morale after he was knocked down three times in the 15th. Oh, my God. He tries to get up, and he just <laughs> clapped in the face <laughs> again. puts him through the ropes, man. Jesus All right, we're, we can go back to the call now. Yeah. By the way, of course, predictably, I'm looking this up now. Sure. Uh, it caused race riots in many places across yeah, the United States. They think as many as 26 people died in the, in the subsequent race riots. Bro, literally fucking Birth of a Nation came out five years after this. Like, yeah, <laughs> white people were like, we got to recover. <laughs> we gotta recover from this big time dude we gotta do extra we gotta be extra races yeah, for a little holy bit holy shit man yeah, they yeah. really yeah holy fucking christ as dude. i said uh after his reign uh black people were not allowed to participate in the heavyweight title um till 1922 jesus christ yeah, yeah, yeah. they declared that the screening and footage would not be allowed anywhere yep yep and it was banned virtually everywhere in the south as well as south africa and india why India always weird. 
just like oh dude <laughs> india bjp holy shit i mean yeah. they got their own i mean they got the caste system or the legacy of the caste system and and their own very complex uh, forms of racism too yeah you ever yeah they're <laughs> yeah anyway not gonna get into that but um, yeah, two weeks after the match, says former President Theodore Roosevelt, an avid boxer fan, wrote an article for the Outlook in which he supported banning not just moving pictures of boxing matches, but a complete ban on all prize fights in America. <laughs> yeah, dude, boxing is over. Yeah. Uh, once they had a, a black champion, bo boxing was just canceled. Yeah, full right, stop. yeah, he was like he cited the crookedness in gambling that surrounded such contests, and that moving pictures have introduced a new method of money getting in, uh, a getting and of demoralization. Um, money getting. <laughs> Introduce a new method of money getting. Why did everybody speak like this? <laughs> I, uh, that's how he said it. <laughs> listen, folks, this is an immoral way of money getting. Yeah. This is crookedness and... Do not pass go. Do yeah. not collect $200. Yeah. Yeah, the controversy surrounding the film directly motivated Congress to ban the distribution of all prize fight films across state lines in 1912, and the ban lasted for nearly three decades. I mean, this one juiced you up. You like this America Me Up. I mean, I love that. Yeah, no, I, I think that this is like... I mean, it's so funny because like it's fascinating man. athletic competition is like one of the only fucking meritocratic uh, or yeah. close to a real meritocracy as you can get. Obviously, there's like underlying material circumstances that give you a benefit, but you oftentimes because you want to make as much money as possible, eradicate that. But like scouting programs yeah. and shit like that, which is why, of course, you see a lot of people from uh, different backgrounds, a lot of people from like poor uh, backgrounds absolutely fucking dominate in the field um and it, it's undeniable like when you're getting pulverized by a dude <laughs> a, a black dude as like the great white hope that's it like there's nothing you can do against that yeah you literally cannot fucking be like oh no the white race is still superior i promise oh no we gotta fucking hide the truth yeah <laughs> guess what dude uh i think our our lovely producer in it is telling us that we are just about at time so uh guys Sincerely, I, I want to thank you both for coming on today. Uh, this is one of the first podcasts that I have been sincerely nervous uh, because you guys are, are both such tremendous talents. Where can we find you? What are you working on? And how can our audience connect with you further after the podcast? Jason, I think you're on it first. Jason, tell me about what I'm looking at on the screen right now. That's my book. <laughs> okay, you want to you wanna plug it a little bit? Yeah, it's st my book's still awesome. It's got my face on the back as well, so you know it's good. Yeah. What does this say? Not as good as what? What is that? It says the trials and tribulations of an egotistical maniac. Do you think you're an egotistical maniac? Um, I think that I've definitely calmed it down due to, you know, mean therapy and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. it's still in there. Don't you worry about that. Bro, he's a fucking he's he's a broadcaster. Of course the egotistical <laughs> maniac. What do you mean? I'm well, a little bit more like it's okay. I'm a normal person, but still there's little pockets where I'm like, there's nobody I I might be the greatest person that ever lived. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I I I get that. I could um, be wrong though. That's the thing. When you get older I might be wrong. Yeah. I might have been off. I might so, be like just okay. The name of the book is I'm Still Awesome. And it's still awesome. Still awesome. Yeah. Still awesome. And the drink that we are all imbibing is uh, Liquid Death, correct? Yeah, that's great. I don't really own that. I was joking. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. This entire time we were like, yeah, we yeah, owned them for a loop. But you should really just like and subscribe Hawk versus Wolf and the Jason L Show. They're both on cast media with us. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. And, and Tony, do you have anything coming up and where can we find you? 
Uh, everything Jason said, including his book. Uh, oh, perfect. You might find <laughs> me in his book. Hell yeah. If you, you can find a mention of me in his book. There you go. That's where you'll find me. Oh, Drew. hell yeah. Drew. No, uh, I'm, I'm t- at Tony Hawk on all the, all the social media outlets on the internets. And uh, Skate Park Project is my foundation for public skate parks in low-income areas. And um, that's the work I'm most proud of. So if you can help us get more skate parks in needy areas, I, I think it benefits youth uh, all over. Tremendous. All right, absolutely. Guys, thank, thank you, you so much. much. We know you're both such busy dudes. Uh, we we are really thankful for you guys coming on today, and I had a lot of fun. Me too. Thanks for having us. All right, guys. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks thank so you. much. Adios. I'm saying it, dude. What's up, everybody? If you just enjoyed that episode, I need you to do the following. Put your hand on your mouse. Move that mouse in an orbital fashion until the cursor lands atop one of the buttons you see on your screen. Hit the subscribe, hit the bell, hit the follow, whatever you please, so that you can get the most fear and molding for your buck. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.